Genesis chapter 1, beginning at verse 27. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed, to you it shall be for me. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat, and in it, and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. And that's where we'll stop reading. I want to go back to verse 28. And I want you to notice what God told man. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And so if we had a thought or a text... It would be multiply. And I'm a school teacher, most of you know that. And I remember years ago, whenever I had younger children, we'd work and work and work and work. I would try my best to get those kids to where they just knew whatever it was, they could snap the answer off when they multiplied. And <clears throat> So, but this is God's voice. And, you know, some of those kids, they learned and some they didn't. But this is God telling man, be fruitful and multiply. And I'm afraid that we've become confused as God's church today as to what our purpose is. As to what we're supposed to be doing. It's not social hour, and it's not just to see your friends. We are on, the sign out there says we're missionaries. We're on a mission. And Jesus' mission was to seek and to save that which is lost. I would say that's our mission as well, to seek and to save that which is lost. In other words, to multiply. To, to grow yeah. and I know I've not pastored many churches this is my second one I'm not here to straighten you out I'm not here to tell you what you need to do and what you don't need to do who you need to vote for and who you don't need to vote for I'm here so we can multiply that's what I want I want to see us multiplying. I'm not talking about learning your times tables. I'm talking about growing the kingdom of God. Amen. I'm talking about seeing our sinners saved. Amen. 
one of the best services I've ever been in was about this time a year ago. I guess it was a year ago last June. We had Bible school. There was so many sinners on this altar. You had to watch where you stepped. That's what I want. I want to multiply. I want to see our church grow. Well, preacher, here we are in the middle of this pandemic. We're having to spread apart. I don't care if we have to go back out in the parking lot. If we grow, let's go out there and grow. Let's do everything we could do to see our church grow and move. I'm here to tell you today it's important because we've got sinners whose lives are at stake. We heard the testimony just a few minutes ago about how scared Megan was about dying and go to hell. If you're a sinner, you better be scared because you're not promised another day. And don't now listen. Well, preacher, I've not gone out in the world. I'm not a drunkard. I'm not a whoremonger. If you're lost, you're lost. And it does not matter where you are what you've done. Sin is sin is sin. And all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And if you've never asked Jesus to save you, you're headed for hell tonight. Be fruitful. And thought of it till this now. Be fruitful and multiply. Do you remember when Christ passed by I believe it was the fig tree. <clears throat> the master, I believe it was, passed by the fig tree. He said, I might as well just do away with it. It's not produced any fruit. I might as well just hew it down. Cut it down. Do away with it. It's not produced anything in years and years and years. And one said, let me dug it and prune it for just this one more year and let's see what it'll do. Folks, we've got churches today that it's been years since they've multiplied, since they've seen anybody saved. And in order to tear us up, we get tore up if we get out of our routine. Some of them didn't like it because we went out, because we called off services. Some didn't like it because we went to the parking lot. Some didn't like it because we came back in the building. In order to make us mad because we've not seen anybody saved. It's about time that we multiply at death bottles. You could have gone all day and not said that. You shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. We've got sinners attending service, sitting under the gospel, hearing us or not hearing us. How do we? It takes some effort to multiply. Do you know that? Be fruitful and multiply. That one was concerned because the tree. Hadn't been fruitful. How fruitful are you? Are you working? Are you growing? 
Let me tell you something. And I pick on Marty quite a bit. I pick on John quite a bit. They've been around for a little while. They've got a few years on them. But I'm here to tell you, it don't matter whether you're a Christian and you're eight or whether you're a Christian and you're 80, you've always got room to grow. There's always more to learn. There's always a place to get down. I preached a message one time years ago about dig. You remember the, the steward? He said, I'm too proud to dig. Oh, what did Achan have to do? He had to dig his seal out, didn't he? He had to hit in his tip. He had to go down into earth and dig it out. If we want to grow, we need to set aside every weight in the sin that does so easily beset us and run the race with patience. You're not going to be saved and be a preacher the same day. You're not going to be saved and shout all over the house. Let me just tell you, I appreciate every shout that we got. I would to God that we had a few more. But I'm here to tell you that night I got saved, I didn't shout. I, I, didn't, I didn't have a big long testimony. I didn't have I didn't sing a song. I didn't preach a message. I shed a few tears and I felt good down on the inside. Why? Because I wasn't going to hell anymore. Rankin had multiplied. Well, how do you do that? Well, how do we do that? When Zion travaileth, she'll bring forth children. You want to know how we do that? I'll tell you how they did that. My mom and dad prayed for me. Oh, Bobby. I've seen parents so unconcerned. They never bring their children to church. They never mention anything about Jesus. They never tell children that there's a heaven and a hell. They're failing miserably as parents. It's your duty to let your children know they need salvation. Your children could be well-fed, well-clothed, well-educated, never need for nothing in life, and die and go to hell if you don't let them know about Jesus. Oh, to multiply, to be fruitful and multiply. Somebody sang the song here a while back. We used to sing it years and years ago. When I get home. What a singing there will be when I get home. The last verse says this. Oh Lord, hear my prayer before I leave. It's not that well I'm saved. I'm all right. Oh, my family has been saved. We're all right. That's not enough. We need to multiply. May I live so my friends will follow me. Marty is saved. His mate Juanita is saved. Their children are saved. But that's not enough, is it, Marty? You need to multiply. You'd love to see that son-in-law raise up and say, Jesus, save my soul. We have to have a longing, a yearning to grow, to multiply. Oh, to be fruitful and multiply.
Roger Giva would love to multiply. You got a logging, don't you? Ain't the desire down in there? Oh, Wendy would love to multiply. How about that? Gene Baker would love to multiply. Do you want to? Oh, is there a desire in your heart to see our children saved? Is there a longing? Do you look for it when you walk through the door? When you lay down at night and you whisper a prayer, do you mention their name? Oh, when you wake up in the morning and it's nice and quiet and you call out to the Lord, do you ask Him if old Dutch bottom can multiply? I'm here to tell you, well, the world will say that's a thing of the past. The world will say church is something we don't want or need. Oh, I've got to get this. Oh, and they'll say, well, we can just stay home and worship. You can, but you can feel more God on the <laughs> You can feel more God on the if you really want to see if you want to, oh, we sing it, don't we? He touched me. I like to be right in his presence, right in the midst, to feel it. <laughs> if you think it's good on there, you ought to be here. You ought to try it out. You can get a little. I never drunk wine, I don't know. I've seen them, they'll get just a little bit. You just get you can get just a little bit on there. You ought to come here and get you a full house. All right. Multiply. Now, I told you I teach school. What do you do when you multiply? When you multiply, it gets bigger, don't it? You get larger. The, I'm trying to think of the correct term. The number that you get, the answer, when you multiply, it becomes larger. Oh. When I get home, I'll be one of the answers. Pat Cody had. That J.D. Strange had. I'll be one of the answers that Max Strange had. That's my grandpa, my papa. He's going to be there. But then there's going to be some answers behind him and some answers behind him who multiply. Oh, Lord! Help us to multiply. You know what Jeremiah said in his day? You know what happened to Jeremiah's people in his day, don't you? They were overtaken. They were conquered. They were the best and the brightest during down to Babylon. Jeremiah had this warning for the pastors. He said, woe unto the pastors that cause division. Woe unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the flock. If I ever get to that point, Keith, run me off! Show me the door, Bobby! Put me down in the highway! I don't want to run anybody off! I, my job is to help us multiply, to 
bring us together to love one another, to get down in travail and see our sinners saved. And that's it. it my opinion is irrelevant. My political affiliation does not matter. I was charged to preach the word, and that's all I can do. Multiply. As a matter of fact, and I'm afraid some of our people that are not grounded in God's Word want to do this. It says not to entertain foolish questions. You know what it causes? Division. If we can't agree, we need to not debate. We need to love one another because you know what that causes? If we want to debate and argue and fuss and carry on over the Word of God, we accomplish nothing. As a matter of fact, we divide. We, we split up. We, we take away the love that we have for one another. And that old ill feeling and that grudge lays there. And you can't ever add to. You can't ever multiply. As long, you know what? You see those signs in math and they'll have the, the minus sign. Then in parentheses they'll have the plus sign. That's always confusing, isn't it? You know what? We need one sign. We need to multiply. And that's it. And nothing you know what he you know what the Lord told Abraham he didn't say he'd subtract his seed did he he didn't say he'd divide his seed he said he'd multiply his seed as if it were the sand of the sea. You ever been to the beach? Some of you have. You've seen the ocean. You get right down there and you take your hand, pick up a handful of sand. There's no way you could count the grains. It'd take you probably six months and a microscope and some tweezers, and then your number still probably wouldn't be right. John saw a number that no man could number. Oh, it can't be counted. But in that number, I'm sure, he saw Moses. He saw Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He saw the disciples. He saw the apostles. He seen great men in your lifetime. He seen them saved the redeemed. And that's about a magic church and bringing up the rear, the least that I want. Just barely enough to be counted at all was a little old preacher boy. But I want to be in that number, don't you? That's been multiplied. The good news is you still can be if you'll ask Jesus to save you. It's easy to be a zero. Take away the love that you've got 
going to wind up a zero. Take away the compassion, the long suffering that you've got, and you'll wind up a zero. Listen to Satan as he tells you no one cares. You just need to keep your seat, keep your mouth shut, and you'll be a zero. Taking away, dividing, and subtracting. Before long, you'll end up with a zero. And no doubt you remember when you were in school. Not about penis. You remember when you were in school. You get that paper back and didn't have big red X's everywhere. I've seen kids, they just didn't, wouldn't even put an answer down. They'd just take the F. They wouldn't even put an answer down. You know what their grade will end up being? Zero. No effort. They didn't try. It takes a little effort to multiply. Everybody can get one plus one. But when you get up our 12 times 12, if you've not studied that in a while, you got to think about it, don't you? It takes a little effort. But it's not as hard as we let on like it. You want to multiply? Okay. For as many as two or three gather together, agreeing on any one thing, we'll multiply. I'll be in the midst. Amen. Oh! Would you like? Well, John, here you go. You give me this tool, I'm going to use it. Would you like to see somebody saved? How about you got somebody that you'd love to multiply? Oh, you got somebody that you've asked the Lord to add to our little church. You got somebody that you're worried about, you're concerned over, and you'd love to see them saved. Keep praying to them and we'll multiply. Preach this. Mentioned it, I guess, the last message or two before I left a couple weeks ago. I cut up and joke, act a fool with my wife. But when it came time for those boys to be born, she got serious about it. Nothing else mattered. Now, we can laugh and joke and cut up on the outside. And it's all right. I believe the Lord wants us to be happy. The good spirit was here tonight. Amen. We need to get real serious. Because there's an opportunity for somebody to be saved. Amen. Well, preacher, we'll develop a strategy. And I know there are churches that do that as well. Let me relay this to you. This is not my words. This is God's word. Without the Spirit, you're none of mine. Now let me say this and then I'll hush. You know what? 
the writer said over in Galatians that the Lord would do? He said he would multiply the seed. Remember the parable of the seed sower? Some fell by the wayside. Sherman, there are people that absolutely won't take it. Some fell on stony ground. And then some fell on good ground, didn't they? It don't come with a retirement plan. And as long as God will give me sound mind and his spirit, I'm going to keep sowing. I'm going to sow. I'm going to sow. He that goeth forth weeping, buried precious seed, shall doubtless come again rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Oh, don't you want to multiply? I've seen, I've seen little boys and girls come and then years later go back and see that they were working for the Lord. It makes a preacher so proud. Yeah. I'm telling you today, I'm not always going to be here. Marty's not always going to be here. John's not always going to be here. So let's multiply. And it don't end whenever they get saved. The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. As long as time stands, I want Dutch models to be standing as well so that sinners can still be saved. I want them to know what it feels like to go to church at Dutch Bottoms. Not to sit on the red pews, to feel the love, to feel the fire shut up inside their bones, to feel the wheel inside of a wheel. So when Dawn sings, there's a roof up above me, there's a good place to sleep. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Dawn, I still get sog. 25, 30 years ago, it's still good today. When Becky sings, I've got so much to thank you for. Becky, I sung that song 25, 30 years ago, and I've still got more than I could ever be than I could ever thank you for. Now listen, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to close. Those are two great songs. I believe the writer's name is Newton. John Newton, if I'm not mistaken. He was a slave trader in the 1600s. And he put pen to paper after that he got saved and he wrote this song. It may be new to you, but it's precious to me. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. I don't need the world's speed, but I do need more grace every day. I need that amazing kind. I need that kind that makes me want to multiply. 
No John sang it in 1600. They sung it when I was a boy. And it's still the best song I know of today. There's a couple of verses that's not in the book. Did you know that? Not in the traditional songbook. It says, The Lord has promised good to me. His word my hope secures. He will my shield and anchor me as long as life endures. I'm going to stay with him. How about you? I'm going to stay with that grace. I'm going to cling to it. For it's by grace, through faith, you're saved. And that not of yourselves, lest any man should boast. Bobby, if I, when I get there, it won't be because I'm good. It won't be because I'm a preacher. It won't be because I'm a member of the best church in Cook County. But it'll be by the grace of God Amen. that I get to go at all. You want to do some math? You ready to multiply? I know that don't excite you, does it? It never did my kids in school. But let me tell you what it will do for you when we can multiply. I told you about the service we had last year in Bible school. Remember, the little lad had five loaves and two fishes and what all happened there. And the Lord put his hands on that and blessed it and it fed 5,000 plus women and children. And what did they do after everybody was fed? They took their baskets. What did they do with it? They took over the left, took up the leftovers, didn't they? Yeah. I'm still eating the leftovers. But I'm ready, aren't you? So let's do some multiplying. One times one is one. But one times two is two. Now let me relay this to you. You remember when the three men came down the plains of Mamre? You remember that, don't you? And Abraham and Sarah was there. Abraham sent a lad. He dressed and killed a cow. Then somebody churned the milk and made butter. Sarah made three cakes. Everybody did their part. And everybody was fed. For us to multiply, you've got to offer yours. Because zero will not, here we go, let's multiply. Pick you a number. You can say a million. Times zero is zero. It don't matter what, but how big the number is, how nice the song is, what your name is or how many people know you, anything times zero is still zero. If we want to multiply, we've got to be more than zero. We've got to do, Mike has to do 
his part. John has to do his part. And it may be something. I mean, I know John leads singing. John's a Sunday school superintendent. But it may be the smallest thing. It may be that the Lord just impresses on John. Go shake hands with the sinner. And if that's what the Lord wants, that's all it will take. If you just do your part, we can multiply. Well, they're not my children. They're not my grandchildren. It does not matter if God wants to use you. They can be saved today. Let's multiply. Let's grow. I've seen... I've seen pastors. They wanted their people, their way. Uh uh. This is God's church. And it's His way that we'll be dividing and subtracting. I don't want to do that to you. I want to multiply. I love you.